0: care project today is day seven and my excitement knows no bound knowing that we have come to the last lap of the intensive care project and that you've been part of the journey my name is Maureen Treasure and today I'll be igniting the passion in you to roll out your vision that long-awaited dream you've been nursing and carrying in the place of prayer God is saying it is time to roll it out That you tried something and it didn't turn out the way you pictured it or it didn't work out at all does not put an end to that dream. It is time for you to dust yourself and rise like an edifice with the strength of God and begin anew. Wherever you are, whatever you've been through, no matter how rough it's been with you, it is never too late to start afresh. A new grace and anointing will be yours the taking do you know that god is excited when you start something new in his name and this is the reason why his eyes run through and for the whole earth looking out for those who are willing to trust him to begin a new thing in their lives let me show you from scriptures. In Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 to 10, this is what the Bible says, Then he said to me, this is what the Lord says to Zerubbabel, it is not by force nor by strength, but by my spirit says the Lord of heaven's armies, nothing not even a mighty mountain will stand in Zerubbabel's way. It will become a level plain before him. And when Zerubbabel sets the final stone of the temple in place, the people will shout, May God bless it. May God bless it. Then another message came to me from the Lord to Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel is the one who laid the foundation of this temple and he will Then you will know that the Lord of heaven's armies has sent me. Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. The seven lamps represent the eyes of the Lord that search all around the world. So you see from verse 10, the Bible says that our God, rejoices to see the work begin I told you from the beginning of this project that vision and calling is an invitation to partnership with God that it is receiving a fresh idea from God Or a blueprint that sets you on the same pedestal with your maker as a co-creator. So God is much more excited when something new begins in His name. In verse 10 where we read, the Bible says, to see the plumb line in Now wait a minute, let me tell you a little bit about plumb line. By the grace of God, I trained as a quantity surveyor in the higher institution, and by way of profession, I have a basic knowledge in construction and from my little knowledge of construction a plumb line is a device or an instrument that is used in setting out a building or construction work and so wherever you see a plumb line it simply means that a new project or a new building is about to begin so like a builder God is excited about new projects. And that's why he will pour himself into anyone that is available and willing to partner with him to start a new work. A new work could be an album, a song, a worship team a ministry, a business, or even a company, and so on and so forth. So what is it that you've been contemplating about and still waiting for men's approval when God is the one who drops the idea in your mind? And the day God dropped that idea or gave you that vision, that day he approved you to that same day, he signed you up for a multi faceted blessing. So don't wait for human approval to do the work of God because the people you think should validate or approve of your ministry, they you never do. Usually, Everyone will support you or approve of your vision until you start something. And that's why in verse 7 of Zechariah chapter 4, it says that the people will shout, God bless it, after Zerubbabel has set the final stop. So you see, men may not approve of your vision from day one till you have completed it or it's been actualized. Do you also know that God is not only excited about you starting out something new but he is also committed to ensuring that you complete the work. And that's why in verse 9, he says that Zerubbabel is the one who set the foundation of this building and he will complete it. I told you on day one that one of the secrets of longevity is vision and purposeful living. That God will not kill the few laborers that he has, but ensure that. So God who gives the vision commits to see that the work is completed and I tell you what he also ensures that nothing stands against you or against your vision in verse 6 and 7 he said it is not by mind it is not by power but by my spirit says the Lord it said nothing not even the highest mountain will stand in the way of Zerubbabel. It will become a leveled plain before him. This is the word of the Lord. God will level every mountain. God will bring down every high thing or anything that rises against your vision to ensure that you start that's why I say to you today: roll it out, roll out that vision, roll out that idea, bring out that blueprint, and put the front line and start. The work. Get to work. Don't be chickened out of your purpose because of a mistake you made or a sin you committed step out like david and take responsibility if you are guilty and if you are not don't keep quiet don't allow a mere scandal put out your light it's all because of the vision look ahead and see what god says about you don't believe the lie of the devil rise up with courage and strength that is not your own. God put it there for a purpose. Use it to bring Him glory. Now, let me share with you the seven killers of vision. Number one is procrastination. Never you put off what you need to or what you have to do today for tomorrow the bible says if you do so you are not wise the quickest way to bring your vision to a dead end is by shifting the little steps that you need to take today or the little things that you need to do today and putting them off for tomorrow Stephen Furtick, in his book, Sun Stand Still, has something to say about procrastination. He said, even though it is never too late for you to embrace an audacious vision for your life, but time can talk you out of your dreams, and routine can weaken your propensity toward audacious faith. And this is true. If you want to see your vision die in your hands, then never take a step or keep doing the same things the same old way over and over again. And one day you will realize that you are out of inspiration and motivation. Let me quickly let you know the reason why you must never procrastinate or put off what you need to do today for tomorrow do you know that the day God drop an idea in your heart or in your mind He also drop the same idea or a similar idea to another as a matter of fact you are not the only one that God gives a vision to when God gives you a vision know that he has given to another also and so if you fail to move because god is always looking for a man then he will inspire another person to do exactly what he has told you to do The second killer of vision is like the first, and that is lack of focus or double-mindedness. In James chapter 1, verse 8, the Bible says, A double-minded man is like the wave of the sea and is unstable in all his ways and cannot receive anything from the Lord. In Luke chapter 9, verse 62, Jesus speaking to a man told him, he said, no one puts his hand on the plow and keeps looking back. Anyone who does that is not fit for the kingdom of God. Whenever God gives you a vision, don't drag feet. Don't consider other options. Just move. Take the first step. Just do what God says you should do. You know, sometimes it can be very tough. And very frustrating when you are putting in so much in order to activate the picture you have in your mind about your vision but you are getting very little result. but that is also part of the plan is part of God's plan and that's why in Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10 the Bible says do not despise the days of little beginnings it is because god knew that the beginning will be little the results will be little and so he advised us not to take the little things for granted not to despise the small things no matter how little results you get in actualizing your vision know that it is god's will and it is god's plan for your life and rejoice over it celebrate the little results you know i know sometimes men measure the success of a thing by the magnitude of results you get but that is not how God does his things the things of God actually starts little by little a little here a little there and the job will be done so rejoice over the little results rejoice and celebrate the little beginning that is the way it goes unhealthy competition. Matthew chapter 24 verse 46 gives us a picture of unhealthy competition where it says that the wicked servant is one whom the master has set over his house to give his children food in due season but turns to himself and says the master is delaying and begins to beat up other servants this happens when visionaries get caught up with jealousy envy or bitterness and so on and so forth you know I, 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 this is what is trending i want to do it the way um, this other person is doing it and uh, this is what is selling this is what is um, moving and so you want to just do things the way of the world maybe for one reason or the other this is what breeds unhealthy competition and it can take you Mm -hmm. off your course it can take you out of the plan of god for your life we've talked about callings and we've talked about Are different areas of cooperation and why it is important for us to stay within our area of calling because that is where our purpose lies. And so, when visionaries get caught up in unhealthy competition, it can kill your vision. And don't also forget that you're profiting also lies in your area of calling. The fourth is worldliness. in the same Matthew chapter 24 verse 46 to 49. We also saw another form of distraction and that is eating and drinking by the same wicked servants this speaks to worldliness or entanglement when you get entangled with the things of this life because of the gain when you focus on the gains you are likely going to lose your focus On your purpose, and it can take you off your course when your motivation for doing what you are doing in the name of the Lord is for the gain, is for what you will gain, for what you will eat, for what you will drink. You know, if if everything you are doing for God is aimed at accumulating wealth for yourself or if what you are living for is for yourself then you are out of purpose number five is bitterness you know bitterness is like poison that keeps eating you and eating you and eating the best part of your life until you become empty of what God has deposited in you and that includes your vision. There are many things that can get you bitter and that could be when you are getting little results with so much effort. You know, if you're not careful, you can get bitter. You can get bitter with yourself when you are unable to meet up with um, certain targets that you set for yourself, or when you make mistakes and is affecting your results. You can get bitter with people. You think that should naturally support you and probably are not looking your way. You could even get bitter with God over issues that you think could be traced to Him, and that's why it is important for you to maintain a very good relationship with god in prayer and in worship and that's also the reason why you must be clear about your vision and be sure that it is god that puts this thing in your mind because any vision that is not from god and is not of god will suffer Number six is sin. Sin any day any time is a killer of vision. One thing that cuts us off from God is sin. That was what cut Adam and Eve from the presence of God. And that's why We must be conscious of sin. As a visionary, you must try to live above sin, sin of any nature, with the help of God. And that's why I told you that it's not by yourself. You have to depend on God for guidance. You have to depend on God for everything and you must try to live a righteous life the bible says that righteousness exalts a nation but sin is a reproach to any people and so as a visionary if you must succeed in life and if you must succeed with your vision then you need to live a sin-free life and finally not the least is self self yourself yes you are the only one that can kill your vision nobody has the right and nobody has what it takes to kill or destroy your vision only you and that's why you must not allow anything or anyone to stop you from achieving what God has given you to do. Not even sin can stop you. Yes. No one, nobody can stop you from achieving your goals, your vision and your purpose in this life. And that's why I say to you, rise up and roll that album that you launched that didn't sell does not put an end to your ministry. It's for an appointed time. I remember when I started Psalmist having, I tried many things but they didn't work out. And when I went back to God, He told me that the mission was for an appointed time. During the lockdown, He told me to start PSO and it was time and when i started i didn't have an idea of what i am doing today it came in the place of prayer and god directed me to take up programs that will build my capacity and since then we've been moving from one level to another That's how it is with visions, with anything God has put in your mind to do. If it is God that put it in your mind, He will lead you to the appropriate people. Anything you need to accomplish that vision will be given to you. If it's for an appointed time, He will tell you when it is time. And when you commit to doing that thing, it will work. I say to you again, this is the time to roll out your vision. Rise up. That song you started writing or you started producing and you stopped halfway, that is not the end of it. Complete the work. Bring it out. That you Did a song and it didn't sell at that time does not mean that the song was not from God. Work on it, bring it out, and at the right time it will sell. Again I say, roll it out, engage God in prayer and he will show you how to go about it. Everything is for the vision. It's in the vision. He has given you every capacity. He has deployed every resources to you. Just look around you. Just look within you. It's there. It's in you. It's possible. It's the time. Don't despise the days of little beginning. Rise up. Don't be chickened out of your purpose simply because you made a mistake or you committed. Sin. Don't fold your ministry because of a scandal. Don't give up on your ministry because of a mistake. Our God is the God of second chance and He is right there waiting for you to return and He will take it up with you from where he stopped. So once again, I say to you, roll out the vision. This is the time.